Hey, this is Pastor Justin, and we just recorded our first ever church podcast here at Cypress Church and the Branch Church, and we're excited, and we think it's going to have some great material for you. Um, the All Church Focus is coming, and we're really excited about it a little over a week until that drops, and it's going to be great as we're looking at the Hero Initiative and the idea that God calls us to sacrificial service to others, and we want to explore what that's all about. So on this first podcast, we, we're just trying to give you some context for the all-church focus, why we do it, um, the different pieces of it, um, and why we chose the theme of heroes, um, and how does that fit with service. So we're really excited about what this has, and so we want you to settle in and listen to Pastor Victor, myself, Pastor John, um, and Marcos as well, um, and hear us talk about heroes, talk about God, and see how that can launch us into the kind of life God wants us to live for His glory as we serve Him by serving one another. So tune in. It's going to be great. I'm Justin McKeldry. I'm the campus pastor at the Branch Church, and we are on our inaugural podcast here, as yet unnamed, but we're doing it for our all-church focus. <laughs> um, and I'm here with a couple of the pastors uh, from the Cypress campus, and so why don't you guys introduce yourselves so that people know who's talking at them, and then we'll talk a little bit about, we'll nerd out on hero stuff a little bit. All right. Well, I'm Victor. I'm the worship pastor at this, uh, well, technically over both campuses, but um yeah, it's good to good to be able to talk to you guys today. Yeah, my name is John Wyatt. I'm the pastor of student ministries over junior high and high school at Cypress and at the branch. And yeah, let's uh, geek out over some hero stuff. So, John, you're probably the biggest hero geek here. So, um, let us know. I mean, am I wrong? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Oh no, sorry, Marcos, our sound man is <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's true. But you should go to he's, John's office. He's offended <laughs> by that. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, um, we'll get Marcos on microphone at some point here, but um, John, uh, okay, the reason we're talking about Heroes Out of the Gate is we have our all-church focus coming up, and we're gonna, it's going to be hero-themed, but before we get into that, uh, we want to talk a little bit about why people dig heroes, and so, yeah. John, you're the, you're the biggest fan of the three of us with microphones today, so <laughs> um, what, true. what is your... Uh, I may have some Funko Pop... <clears throat> figurines in my office just a little dc posters mm -hmm. i may not even know what fungo pop is so. right yeah exactly so you know um i was even thinking we should go around are uh, dc or marvel oh that's a good question uh, for me i like them like i'm not i'm not in deep enough to you like you have to choose to have yeah, deep yeah. allegiances but i always go with spider-man so okay so you're marvel, so i'm right? a spider-man guy so that marvel. makes me marvel yep you know because the movies marvel like totally beats it Yes. From a movie standpoint, yes. But uh, for me, action hero like superhero has always been like Batman or mm. like Robin that kind of area. Yeah. And so that's a DC universe kind of sure. character. So yeah. I'm gonna go with DC. Yeah, DC. Yeah, I would say probably for the connoisseur, it depends. <laughs> uh, Marvel definitely has their act together when it comes to cinema and movies. Totally. DC has more of their act together when, with regard to television shows and kind of the longevity of that, Arrow, Flash. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, if you're going to 
I would say probably for myself, I'm more of a DC guy because I think they have bigger virtuous themes that you can kind of play with. However, more relatable, definitely Marvel. Um, so yeah, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, you know, but I have been getting into Daredevil too. So even, I know the pastor's in the that's Daredevil. A, and he's Marvel, right? Oh, he's Marvel. Okay. Yeah. That's a yeah, hard, yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a, yeah. Good he's, he's, Catholic. Yeah, he's Catholic, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Catholic, in Hell's Kitchen, Catholic right? by day and then, you know, the devil by night, so. <laughs> yeah. Good, so um, how long have you been into the superhero well, stuff? Well, well, here's the thing. So when I was four years old, my dad took me to, which I, I still remember I was playing in my room, and my dad said, hey, John, we're going to go see Batman. This was 1989 with Michael Keaton and the Joker, and he's like, hey, we're going to go see Batman. And I remember... Uh, we go to the movie theater, and this is back when movie movies started on time and stuff like that. And my dad had a big watch, and he had a, the minute hand on it. And he goes, hey, let's count down to when the movie starts. And I was like, okay. And he goes, you know, five, four, three, two, the lights go down. <laughs> the movie starts playing, and I'm like, my dad knows Batman. You know, like, because there's this big <laughs> bat symbol. And I was like, whoa. And so I think that kind of started it early on. And then growing up, two Fox kids had X-Men, the animated series, and Batman, the animated series. So I kind of just grew up. In the 90s, which with rock and cartoons as far as superheroes, and um, you know, I was early on. I was trying to find the comic book shirts, which you couldn't really find, but now they're everywhere. They're at mm -hmm. every store, you know, from Target to Kohl's. So it was really hard to find those. But um, yeah, I've just grown up really enjoying the heroes, seeing the hero arc, the character arcs of like, here's where I started, here's where I've ended, and just their whole journey from usually pride or despair or some kind of tragedy through a journey of a mentor or someone uh, coming alongside them to help speak into their life and to show them what they couldn't see. And I mean, I feel like that's been my life too, of uh, older mentors, male and female, speaking into my life. They saw something in me that I definitely didn't see in myself. Mm -hmm. And that has been one of the most epic journeys that I've been on. And I just see that kind of traced through different characters you know. yeah that was one of the interesting things when we were at a conference exponential yeah and they had some guy who was a a writer an a, author a graphic or, illustrator yeah, gra yeah, yeah. illustrator for mm -hmm. the batman series dc and marvel so, okay yeah. so for both of them and he really talked about how uh, challenging pastors to fill that role of alfred you mm -hmm. know that we are supports to help people be and live heroically in their own lives and, mm -hmm. and that's not just a pastor thing i think that's something all of us Absolutely. Wear different hats where, you know, sometimes you're Batman, sometimes you're Alfred, um, totally. and to look yeah. to invest in others. And I think that yeah. that kind of really got all of us thinking about the superhero stuff mm -hmm. um, as we as it pertains to ministry in some ways. It seems like, and I don't know if it's just because of the Marvel thing, but it seems like there's really this proliferation of superhero culture uh, mm -hmm. recently. And Marcos, um, you really should have a microphone, but... Uh, maybe, maybe, why do we think the superhero thing is so much bigger now than it seemed to be mm. when I was a kid? And and I, the reason I invoked Marcos there because I think you have I've talked to you at times and you've you've read the comics, you've kind of been into it for a long time. Yeah. A is that true that it's a bigger deal than it used to be? Um, and then why do we think that might be? If it is partially, I think it's a cultural issue where. Our society is a lot more nostalgic now than it's ever been. Before, we used to see this stuff as childish, and now mm -hmm. those children grew up and have money. Mm -hmm. And so 
what better way to make money off of those people than to accept it mm. and market off of it, which is capitalism, and it's a great thing. I've always said, you know, my favorite character is Deadpool, and there was never any Deadpool mer merchandise out there. You could not find anything. And then as soon as the character got popular, boom, an explosion of, of merchandise, which yeah. was awesome for me. It's one of those things where you just know that it's going to keep growing, it's more accepted, and it's just basically the younger generations growing up and being able to spend money. Interesting. Yeah. I think it also gets to the idea of the stories in comic books or in the movies. I think they're these meta narratives, these stories that have come through all of time and they speak to the greatest story ever told of Jesus, of the Bible, Definitely. of God creating us to be with him, of you know Cain and Abel going off on their own to do their own thing and get into a mess of trouble and we needed a Moses we needed a Jesus we needed someone to show us the path and um, I think that all throughout the comic series I mean one of my favorite movies is Man of Steel and you have this guy going and he's born but he's not as sure who his identity is we as the audience know he's you're Kal-El you're Superman we know that you've been endowed from another world with these incredible abilities but he's in the movie, he's kind of doubting himself or he's unsure. But you see the relationship he has with his earthly father, Kevin Costner, and you're just like, whoa. And his dad speaks into his heart and into his life. But then also at the same time, he realizes that I'm also created. There's parts of me that exist from another world. And I need to connect with my father from another world, my, like my heavenly father. And so there's this epic journey of needing to know who we are because all of us are we have the fingerprints of God on us, and so we need um, to become who God's made us to be, to come who we're meant to be, to become the heroes we're meant to be. We need to find our identity in our Heavenly Father, and God uses our, our, our earthly parents, and He uses Himself and His Word to shape us. And so I think there's something in mm -hmm. all of it, from Wonder Woman to Spider-Man. Like, we're always dealing with, who am I? What am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to do it? So these ethical questions that run the gamut of time mm -hmm. and I think movies and comics and even literature I mean we're not just saying heroes are only found in comics but like literature and um, the great stories of the past are like huge that generations and uh, families have passed down that's why we love stories you know yeah that's why a congregation is relieved when the pastor starts with a story you know because it's like it pulls us in yeah you know? and I think too it's really you know all the stories that are at least worth listening to have some yes. echo or some piece of the gospel story in it. I mean, we were, we were working through summer. School started today, so we didn't make it. But as a family, we tried to make it through all 22 Marvel films this summer. We made it through 17. Ambitious. So, so we did pretty well. Um, and we watched Doctor Strange last night. And, and mm. it was I, – I didn't really like it that much, but – even in it with some of the stuff that was not, you know, we're kind of discussing worldview stuff and spirituality because mm -hmm. it has a lot of those themes. But even then, at the end, I, I don't know, it's three years old. I don't have to worry about spoilers, do I? Yeah. Just go for okay, it. Okay, just go for it. Okay. So, it's too um, late. End game happened. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end, you know, at the end, he sacrifices himself willingly for eternity to for step eternity. in the gap for yes. for. Everybody. Earth, you know, yes. for yes. the world, and yes. and that mm -hmm. even in that, you just can't get away from that sacrificial piece, and and you know, I had not seen it before. Mm. I had seen Infinity War and Endgame, and so I'm like, oh, Doctor Strange is like this great guy who's yeah. 
kind of in control of the moment, mature, you know, among a lot of these guys who are a little more erratic. And yeah. you watch the movie, and man, he's a jerk to begin with. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so I think that's yeah. also part of the journey of any character worth tracking is yes. their fear, their mm -hmm. insecurity, mm -hmm. their ego, you know, mm -hmm. when you think of Iron Man or Doctor Strange. So I yes. think those are all interesting Yes. pieces as well. Dormammu. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. come to bargain. Yeah. I've come to bargain. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, lots and lots of times. Okay. So we're talking heroes. And for those who aren't into this and are tuning in for the all church focus issue, um, let's work backwards because heroes are what we're presenting this as and, and, mm. and our kind of theme in one sense. But, I mean, you guys are all part of the creative session we'll call it um the brain hurricane let's let's yeah the brain hurricane yeah. um let's let's work backwards why are we why are we talking about heroes victor you've been quiet for a while well i think there's there's an aspect where um this year our church uh our elders kind of determined that we were going to be focusing in on this idea of service one of our kind of focuses for the year every year we have a focus and so um as I was just kind of reflecting on things, we had just come off of going to Exponential, and uh, we were, we're reading through a book right now called Hero Making uh, for all, all of our staff. And I think when even, even you bringing up Exponential and how they encouraged us to be Alfred. Alfred is the butler of Batman, for those who don't know. And uh, the butler, he's the one that's always in support. He's the one that, you know, sews Batman up when he when he gets... Uh, hurt or um, can be like the eyes and the ears when Batman's out on his missions mm. or is like updating the latest tech um, and giving him the newest gadgets. And I think there's something noble about that. Mm. Uh, I think there's something that mm. when I think of a servant, what more of a servant is a butler. And so we were just kind of throwing out different ideas because it's just a brainstorming session. And I said, well, we've been talking about heroes why not we just do something about heroes? Um, I think there's an aspect where it's pretty relevant. I mean, End, End, Endgame just came out, um, and it's the talk of the town since it was one of the highest grossing movies of, I don't know, maybe definitely the year for sure. Well, it is, it's top grossing currently when they re-released it. It, it, it beat it, Avatar, right? one. Oh, it beat Avatar. Of all time? Of all time. Of all time. Okay, there you go. And so I just threw out the idea, and I think both you, uh, Justin, you and you and John, just kind of were like, "Well, okay, let's let's flesh this out. Mm -hmm. Let's let's kind of tease out what would happen if we were talking about heroes." And then I just remember in that meeting, you were just—it was just like so much gold that was just coming out of our mouths that we mm -hmm. felt like, I mean, we're so inspired from this. Why not just go with it? Um, so that's kind of what we were thinking. When we're thinking heroes, um, there's so much content we can go off of because like John, like you said, the narratives, the meta narratives, the arcs, it, you know, it all points back to, you know, our original author, which is Jesus and mm. God, God, our father doing similar arcs and things within, within scripture, within the Bible, mm -hmm. um, and the heroes of the Bible, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think the heart of us, the heart of a hero is a servant, someone who's wanting to help, someone who's wanting to raise up a generation. I mean, Tony Stark, right? He is looking kind of for a replacement in Superman. And so he's mentoring, he's loving him, he's equipping him. 
And I think Jesus, he comes to earth and yeah, he could have done everything. Well, I don't want to say with a snap of a finger because that has different, you know, uh, <laughs> connotations. Snapping. Hashtag Thanos. But, um, you know, uh, Jesus could have done it all himself, but he intentionally went out and surrounded himself with other men that we know were disciples, but he also had a huge following disciples and their families, and he's empowering them. He's equipping them. He's li he's watching what his father's up to, and then he's telling his disciple, watch what I'm doing, and then go similarly. Mm -hmm. So it's like Jesus is this cosmic inclusion of, the, of this epic adventure, and he's saying, follow me as I follow my dad. And then, so, and then he sends them out, and then he sends us the Holy Spirit to empower us even more to go out and serve, to go, not necessarily to be, to be, or, to be a hero, but we're not the focus. It's more of like, how can we, as, definitely as pastors, equip the church mm -hmm. for the work of the ministry? Yeah. And um, how can we um, cooperate with what God's Spirit's up to? And I think here at Cypress Church, as the elders have been meeting, as the staff has been praying, we sense God is wanting to take the church to the next level of serving, serving each other, serving in the community, and um, as we were praying and talking, the hero initiative, um, looking ultimately to Jesus and how did he go about doing it? And then how did he do that uh, through his the early church with Peter, the one he built the church on? And so how did Peter go about doing it? And then, you know, that'll bring us into the all church focus on first and second Peter. Right. And I think it's important to see how it's in some ways a little counterintuitive at least on the surface that we would go heroes because we think of heroes as conquering as you know yeah. um, leading the charge and certainly there's something to that but we don't often think of it in terms of service now when you dig deeper and you you know see the movies and read the stories and you see the sacrifice that is involved in that then it yeah. then it makes sense but on the surface i think how does superman serve you know like he's got right. all these powers yeah. well but he uses those powers he right. uses those abilities right to support and help other people and so and just on a side on superman superman gets a lot of hate because you know he's perfect but really when you dig into the comics superman has this incredible burden so he has sight and sound he hears all of the cries and he's burdened with who do i save first he carries that around in his soul oh, all of the time there's a uh, there's a comic out um called uh, superman for all seasons and it's basically four seasons uh spring summer fall winter mm -hmm. and it's a storyline about superman uh kind of starting from going into the big city and going back and forth in his life growing up uh, as a young superman mm -hmm. and uh, there was a story where the entire city had radiation poisoning and the only person that could save them wasn't superman it was this lady who had uh wanted to join superman because she became obsessed with him she got uh kind of brainwashed by Lex Luthor into believing that's what she should be doing. So she went out and Superman flew her over the city and she like sprayed the city with this special radiation uh, relief or, or you know antidote. Unfortunately she didn't spray herself and she died during the whole process and this caused a big rift for Superman. He's like I saved a city but I couldn't save mm. one person. Wow. Yeah and so imagine what Jesus on earth he's going into town after town mm -hmm. and we know that jesus didn't stay put he kept going mm -hmm. so imagine every waking moment that jesus basically got out of his car or got out of his boat and someone rushes up with the most traumatic thing in their life and he heals them how did jesus as a hero deal with 
all of that, you know, because it says that Jesus suffered like we suffered and was weak like we're weak. And so that's why I like heroes, because it can help us understand actually Jesus better and mm -hmm. kind of muse on, yeah. well, what must have been what must it have been like? Yeah. Wow. Well, as as a member of the congregation, do, going into this whole session and seeing what it's going to be about, Heroes Initiative, and uh, I I don't know if we're using the tagline Jesus Heroes Hero the Hero of Heroes. That's just the first week. Just yeah. the first week. <clears throat> yeah. I would kind of want to know what that's about. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's you know what makes him better than the other heroes. What makes mm -hmm. him stronger than the Hulk? Right. What makes him more? you know, American than Captain America. What makes him more, you know, smarter than, than Mr. Fantastic? What mm -hmm. makes him, him cool. better than everybody else? Why is he the top dog? Mm -hmm. And I think that's uh, something I would want to hmm. look into. Yeah, I mean, that's great. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. And I think with this, as we look at this kind of upside down way of it is that Jesus laid it out for us and really the kind of the, the, the passage we start with is that you have the disciples fighting over who's the greatest, you know, and, and, mm. and yeah. that's the kind of things that maybe we could argue about is, well, you know, even the, who's your favorite, you know, but yeah. if it get really animated, then it would be an argument, you know, but, yeah. um, if it got to who's better instead of who's your favorite, but you, that's what the disciples were arguing about. And Jesus kind of just laid it out for him as the greatest among you is the one who serves. Mm -hmm. And that's how we, you know, that's really the link. As Jesus said greatness, he defined greatness as service. And so so that's what we want to look at here mm. with our all-church focus. So why first and second Peter, Justin? There's uh, a lot of books, I guess, we could have looked at heroes in the Old Testament, you know. Yeah. Daniel, Joseph, whomever. Why did... Samson. Right. Well, Samson, I think, yeah. yeah, I mean, there is, there's a lot of options. And I think this is kind of layered on, on how we want people to learn and, and get a grasp of a book as much as possible. So we've done more topical series, sure. uh, all church foci focuses in the past. <laughs> um, but I like what we did last year, or the last few years where last several times, actually, we've kind of moved more toward just doing a book. Mm. And so I think in that you get, if we were to do Exodus, there's some parts of Exodus that are really rich and you'd be like, yes, that's awesome. And then the second half hits and you're like, what happened? You know, I mean, yeah. and, and obviously where did sure. the story go? Disclaimer, it's all inspired. It's, you know, yeah. Yeah. but, but the fact that we want one that's going to be rich devotionally, because really we want out of this, you know, and this is a good transition to what are the different elements of an all church focus. Uh, we want people to be people who they get in the word, you know, because uh, mm -hmm. we are, that's something that as our lives are busy or not, but it's not something that that we do as much as we should. And so we want to create a resource and a tool. And so First Peter and Second Peter, we did John last year. We did Acts the year before. And so our, our, our options are dwindling. But Peter's a great example of someone who Jesus took and he was, he had his highs, he had his lows. And so we look at his life and we see someone who was shaped profoundly from, mm. you know, someone who was at times a hothead. We see a character development, basically. Right. And then he, you know, in all the way to the end, he denies Jesus. And yet Jesus still builds into him and says, hey, go feed my, my sheep. So, mm. so we see that in his life. And then really this passing of baton from Jesus to Peter. And then now we're going to look at how Peter is discipling churches yeah. through his letters. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the idea of that. And there's some great themes in there of identity and whatnot. And so, and suffering too. 
and suffering and you know submission which is one that was really a hard and how stretch to, to find out how that works into heroing exactly because i think a lot of times when i'm suffering <clears throat> i'm not thinking of serving i'm thinking yeah. of surviving yeah. yeah yeah and so there's this powerful thing of first peter where he's talking to congregation and you're like wait this guy walked with you. is this the same peter because mm -hmm. the stuff that's coming out of his mouth right now to the churches who are suffering this is some profoundly meaty mm -hmm. hold on to Jesus kind of talk and it's amazing it's like life transforming yeah. life shattering because suffering shatters us or it can or it can paralyze us but here you see Peter really like you can tell he's walking with the spirit he's been with Jesus and like he's like hold on because I'm holding on to Jesus hold on during this time and emerge as a hero emerge yeah. as someone who is in suffering getting uh, attacked for your faith or whatever but the way that we respond the way the hero responds uh defines and it can be a defining moment even for your enemy yeah um it's amazing in like the movies and in the comic books there's always that moment where you know it feels like the hero is about to lose and there's always that kind of like moment of decision whether or not the hero is going to give up or he's going to stand up or he or she is going to stand up under that pressure mm -hmm. and overcome all odds, all obstacles. Um, usually it comes from, I don't know, some like heart piece or um, whether it's like, um, you know, I just, I just think of like um, Wonder Woman uh, in the DC movies mm -hmm. where there's just a moment where she's just like overcome and all of a sudden she has to just persevere and stand up under it as opposed to just crumble. And I think there's an aspect where we as Christians, it, it's very similar in our stories as we are, you know, trying to hero make or hero, be hero ourselves, where we have to, where we're under a lot of stress or a lot of, uh, under a lot of pressure. And we have to either choose to stand up under it and fight, um, or we just crumble and give up. Um, yeah. Which is why I think First Peter is incredibly inspirational, but it's yeah. also very practical. Totally. I think he totally gives them... Um, inspiration of like hey here's the ideal and then honestly here's just some things to like don't mess with and here's some things to hold on to totally. which we all need right when we're learning it's like okay i get the philosophy but i need to know the wisdom on how to apply this yeah yeah, yeah and i appreciate you guys bringing that up because one of the things as we choose which books to go through we we definitely want to handle scripture in terms of what what's it what is it about and mm -hmm. not kind of try and jam it into what we want it to say and right. so right. I'm glad you brought out that suffering piece because that's the kind of thing where we uh, – that's really what First Peter's about, you know, and, and we're kind of intersecting that with service. And so the the fit isn't always going to be perfect, but we understand that as we live yeah. in a world where we have so many options, so many things mm -hmm. to do, we, yeah. we mm -hmm. max our mm -hmm. schedules out, We mm -hmm. that serving in itself will be a sacrifice – and there will be a degree of suffering in terms of the choices we need to make to do what God's called us to do. Yeah. It may not be persecution. It may be choosing between two good things that I want to do. You know, do yeah. I serve or do I go to the beach today? You know, that yeah. that's not suffering on the level of First Peter, but it is a decision of denying ourselves that we may need to make from time to time. And so, right. Um, right. So I'm glad you guys brought that out because that's we, we always want to be clear on on the word with that. So we are. Uh, yeah, so that's that's why we're going through first and second Peter, um, yeah. and looking forward to that. And just some of the pieces of the all church focus that we want to 
do is we'll have the devotional, we'll get people in that so that they're in the Word every day. Mm-hmm. Which and, was a collaboration of many authors, right? Coming together. Yeah. Church yeah. members, pastors. Yeah, several hand, several people. Yeah. Um, I don't have a count with me right now, but at least two people per week. And uh, one of the reasons why we wanted to do the podcast was it was cool like last year and the year before when I first came here, it was really cool to hear from those authors themselves. But I think um, when I was thinking about reading from them, I was like, what is their stories Mm -hmm. and who are they? And I want to get to know them more. And so Mm -hmm. it's kind of fleshed out the, um, the podcast a little bit more just to get you guys excited. Those who are listening out there, uh, we want to, we're bringing in those authors in for interviews and as part of the guests of this podcast uh, for this season and so we're, you're going to be able to hear from them, their hearts, and where they felt inspired from. Uh, and in doing so, we're going to hear a little bit more. And some, most of these guys are just regular old church members. Um, or, but they're not even guys. There's girls yeah. and guys <laughs> and multiple generations. And you know what I mean, John. Come on. Just, Come on. So. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so we're getting progressive. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> But with the all-church focus... I mean, some of the, this is a big deal. Um, You know, you're you're saying, okay, why are we kicking off this podcast now? We're doing a devotional. Um, This is something we put a lot of effort, a lot of energy into. And I think it's important to kind of communicate why. Why do we do do this? Because this is kind of a a season where we're all hands on deck. And um, I think it's a really important time to get to give us a season where we're aligned, like, you know, Mm. that it's so easy. There's so many great things that are happening, you know, and we have so many wonderful ministries and things going on that it's easy to kind of have our attention diffused into different places, which is good. We, you know, God wants us to be salt, you know, and to be around and be influencing in the different places where we are. But this is an opportunity for us to kind of come together and focus and really mm-hmm. dig down on a theme that the elders have laid out of like, hey, this is important. And so we're hitting it from different angles. So we have the Sunday sermons that will unpack the theme and a passage from the Gospels or First Peter or Second Peter. And then that will align with the life group questions. And, you know, we want everyone to get plugged in there, even just for that season of six weeks or so, to reinforce what we're learning on Sunday morning and then get in the Word and then have some events around that as well. And so it's a really busy season with a lot of work and a lot of collaboration going in on staff. But it's one of those rare opportunities where we're saying, hey, we're all in this together. It's not a men's ministry thing, a women's ministry thing, a student's ministry thing. It's an all-church thing where we're all in this together to really help us lay some groundwork for where we think God wants us to go in the coming year and really you know, make some progress in that mm-hmm. in a focused way so that hopefully that'll color and, and infect, I guess, I don't know what the right term is, but help us for the rest of the year really keep that theme in mind of how can I serve? How can yeah. I well, and I think ultimately, see right, this happen? Yeah. We want to cooperate with what <clears throat> God is doing, right? So the, the elders are listening and discerning God's voice and like this is where God is calling us as a church and so we want to cooperate. We want to walk in step with God's spirit because anything apart from Christ is nothing and it doesn't matter and it doesn't make a lasting effect. And so, uh, we take the beginning of the semester, the beginning of the school year. We take the, we take August and September to really say, all right, Lord, we want to be obedient to where you're calling us because I was just talking with the students the other night, our obedience, when God calls us to obedience, it's not just for ourselves. There's always someone else 
multiple links down that is going to benefit from our obedience or suffer from our disobedience, right? It's, it's going to have this lasting right. um, impression. And so I think we want to um, be obedient to where God's going because honestly, where he's going is the best place. Yeah. You know, Jesus said the thief comes to seek, steal, and destroy and deceive and twist you all up and send you on your own way and puff you up. But I have come that you may have an abundant life. And so this is, as a church, we, we want to experience that life. Yeah. Because Jesus yeah. had one of the most exciting ones. And because he saw what his dad was doing, he's like, I want to do that too. Right. And then he turns to us and says, I want you to come with me. Come with me. Yeah. Let's do this. You know? Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, and we have some other, I mentioned some other things we have going on on the side to experience that. And I don't know, I, I missed staff meeting yesterday, confession time. But, Whoa. Um, I guess it was two days ago. But, but No, we, we changed the entire initiative <laughs> so that you don't know what's going on anymore. As long as you do it and not me, I'm okay. So, <laughs> as long as it doesn't end up on my to-do list. So, but but the, one of the things we talked about was a ministry fair. Do you guys want to talk a little bit about that? Because, I mean, that's a, I think a, one of those things is that where this can be an ongoing piece, that we don't want it to be six weeks and then seven weeks and then we move on to the next thing without – any discernible change like i hope i'm not ruining the podcast saying no we didn't talk you, about that <laughs> but no, i heard no. you did so we, 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 we oh. decided to end end the whole church focus by having the uh, ministry fair where people because i think a lot of times you come to church and it's like oh this is cool but how do i get plugged in actually uh justin one of the things it, it kind of came from my life group a little bit um our uh, one of our girls, Amy, one of our ladies, Amy, was um, there was this kind of just talk about how sometimes it's really hard for congregation members to figure out where to get plugged in. Mm-hmm. And so she was she was just musing around with ideas. And she was like, what if we did a ministry fair? That's something that we did growing up. Um, and it was something that helped get people plugged into the church to serve, not only to serve, but to also just highlight some of the different ministry things that are going on within our church. Because um, I think sometimes there our church is large um well it's medium medium i like to call it medium smallish medium and there's so many things going on constantly and those things can get lost in the fray and congregation members are like well how do i they might just be sitting in the seats and just being like you know things are going great i don't have to necessarily do anything and just show up and listen and and grow from that um but also there's this aspect where there might be another congregation member who's like well i want to I want to be involved in that. How do I get involved in that? And sometimes just giving them an opportunity to just interview and get to know some of the different ministries that are going on can be really helpful in giving um, people an opportunity to step up and grow, uh, not only as a as a Christian, um, but in so many other ways, whether it's leadership, musicianship, you know, like I'm, I'm looking to always recruit more people um, to play on the te- the worship team. So why not have something where we can highlight the different aspects of the ministries of our church? Cool. And for the congregation to to meet the volunteers that are serving there and say, oh, well, yeah, why do you totally. spend every Tuesday night with, you know, junior high and high schoolers? Yeah. Wouldn't you be rather be at home Netflixing and chilling? Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. so like what what's your heart behind that? Yeah. You know, and I think that would be great. Well, one of the things I was talking with um, Pastor Kerry about was the, uh, in terms of the life group study for this was to, to kind of weave through that our shape, um, which is an acronym for spiritual gifts, heart abilities, personality, and experiences, and that those kind of help help us discern where God might have us. And so I know that's something that's going to be part of the life group study as well, so that it, the it, at least in our discussion, which things may have changed since staff meeting, but <laughs> is that um, that will help people give, some, give them some direction mm-hmm. that, oh, wow, I, 
you know, I've, I've really gone through some, some trauma or I've maybe dealt with some addictions. And so God wants to use that. That's nothing that I need to be ashamed about, but God wants mm. to use that. And so right. that will direct me to this ministry or that where I can be, I can use those experiences, not as something I run from, but something that God can use, or I really love kids. And so, um, and I found out, you know, I really love babies and taking care of babies. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. that can direct them to, you know, being in the nursery on Sunday morning or things that they just didn't think about. And so, so that's going to be a theme through the life group so that we can hopefully have these threads come together at the end in a way well, that, that is sustaining for people in their ministry. Yeah. Well, also as a member <laughs> from a congregation, um, the life group itself uh, is is almost like a voluntary practice. You have a leader, mm -hmm. you have someone volunteering, oh, house, just a host, mm -hmm. and that's something really simple. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, if you like having people getting together, anyways, you know, you like throwing. I mean, if you're if you're a party person or if you're a, a, right. an extrovert and you need those people yeah. once a week, it's it's a great thing to have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and when you're running, um, I know when I started out here at, at Separate <coughs> Church. Um, one thing that got me involved was a church, uh, all focus, um, okay. and it was purpose driven, driven life I believe, okay. that we mm -hmm. did, uh, at your house, Justin. Okay. And, um, that was like the first thing that got me involved with the church was actually getting into life group. Cause sometimes you don't even think about volunteering. You don't mm -hmm. even know that's a thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, until you get to a life group and then the life group has volunteers in it yeah. Yeah. and then you get to know them and then you realize, oh yeah, that's something I can do. And then yeah. you move on from there to these are the things that you can do. And then got yeah. me into sound. And now I'm the uh, resident sound dork, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I... I Producer that's, at large. That, that's, yeah. that, I smile when you talk about that life group because that group was madness. We had... Oh, yes. <laughs> we, lived, we were in a condo in Tanglewood and we had about... 16 adults downstairs and what? 17 kids upstairs and oh it was just gosh. chaos oh, yeah. oh, and you just awesome. hope no kids came tumbling down the stairs like it was right. just madness it was well, great the only time they did was to tell on another kid right well <laughs> we had one of those 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 uh football toy football toy Poor chest chess. and so i saw thankfully i was walking by because one kid <laughs> had another kid in there ready to yes. roll him down indiana jones style down the stairs awesome. i'm like no awesome. they weren't even my kids and i yelled at him because it was like no 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 no, no. <laughs> there's liability there i'm that sure was, yeah, so um hilarious. but all that Come you know on, with man. the life group <laughs> i know marcos was the one doing the rolling no um <laughs> yeah but with that with the um talking about life groups that it's not just the people who are opening their homes and serving but you have you know, things that seem small yeah. initially of like, yes. hey, who's going to bring snacks this week? Yep. And then you you see people who it, it can just take those baby steps, yeah. but it can also light something of like, wow, I really have a heart for hospitality that could lead them mm -hmm. into hosting another group or jumping in the hospitality ministry because it just takes a little thing to get something rolling yeah. in people. So, And I remember at my, my last church, it was a much smaller church and I was new and I didn't know anybody and I'm you know, even though I'm, I'm on I'm on a podcast, I'm more introverted, and so they were looking for uh, guys to help do setup crew, and that was so good because it was myself with a bunch of other guys who didn't need to be in the front or on stage, and that instantly got me connected because I remember when I was in high school, went to church with my parents, and we went to church in San Diego, and it was so big it felt like an airport. We walked in, and I'm like, everyone else knows where they're going, and we have no way. Mm -hmm. But as I got involved in the youth ministry and I started serving, that airport shrunk. And it became my home. 
-hmm. And I, it was like, oh, I know where this closet goes, or I know where this goes. Even though it was a very big building, it through service, I got connected to other people because we were focusing on Jesus and focusing on um, loving on others. And I think that, and then I had this instant family, this family of people yeah, who exactly. the only reason um, that we were all talking to each other is because Jesus was the head of our family and we got to be involved in that for me in high school game changer yeah. game changer to tie that to superheroes that's basically x-men it's not the uh, family you're born with it's the family that you tie together oh shit. <laughs> so good so we're gonna do a that shameless was, plug that right was john, now john <laughs> since john talks with his hands and you can't see those on a podcast that was his yeah. mind being blown yeah. <laughs> so. so we're gonna do a shameless plug right now um if you would go to our website cypresschurch.net or um, download our church app. You just have to search Cypress Church. Um, you can you can sign up for a life group this season. Um, in the life group section, Carrie's made a uh, pastor. Carrie's made an amazing kind of online sign up uh, resource for you to get plugged into a life group um, where we are better together and where we can build community. Because um, just like Marvel and DC and like our heroes here, they're they're great on their own, but they're better when they're together. Right. That's why we have the Avengers. That's why we have um, what is the DC one where they're up in space? Justice, Justice League. League. Justice the Justice League. League. Yes, Justice exactly. Society. Yes, mm -hmm. and so they're actually better together. Um, so absolutely. Uh, I think I'm done. You're done. I don't know. Do you guys have any anything else that we need to? What um what so the um, Altridge focuses for about seven weeks. What are kind of the seven weeks like what are we going to go through we've been talking a lot about heroes but like what are yeah. kind of the, the um, yeah what are the subjects okay we're yeah cover? so yeah like like i mentioned earlier we want to look at who jesus is as the hero of heroes and then and so we'll just you know as much as you can do the life of jesus in a week and right. that's what we're going to do okay. and kind of featuring some of those moments of how he served in different ways and obviously culminating at the cross and then we're going to look the next week at how he made a hero and specifically look at the life of Peter. Mm. Um, and again, you know, there's not enough time in a week, but we'll do our best of how Jesus poured into him and some of the ups and downs of his um, ministry. And then after that, then we begin on First Peter. And so First Peter, first of all, we look at identity. So mm -hmm. of, you know, because it starts with just the essence of the gospel. And so we'll look at that. Well, uh, and why... Why would identity be important for starting with a hero? Because don't I just get superpowers and then I'm like the man and then I can do whatever I want? Yeah. Um, well, just like any superhero, you need a little bit of training. Ah. Because yeah. yeah. it's not just about the suit you put on, it's the person driving the suit. Spider-Man fell off a building the first time he tried to use his web shooters. Mm. He needed to learn how to swing. And then, And even though Tony Stark had this epic suit, he still blew himself up. Many times, and his heart. <laughs> Many times. <laughs> it was ultimately his heart, right, that was driving it, yep. or not driving it. In the same way, our character, good or bad, right. is what drives us. Yeah, and and ultimately, that's based on the work of Christ too. Absolutely. You know, and yeah, so totally. it's. I think a lot of the identity piece too is reminding us that that it's grounded in who God is first and foremost, and mm -hmm. and that we need to be grounded in who we are in Him. And so yes. that's a lot of where this starts out, and then. Um, so then from there we go to the, the challenge of the hero in the issue of submission, you know, so that again is something, and I had to rack my brain and search the internet for a hero who submitted because we don't generally think of that. Um, and so that's one of them is, is that there's this whole theme through first Peter where we're looking at 
um, you know, submit. And, and we see that in the life of Christ as well, um, as in, counterintuitive as that seems. And so, and what uh, do you, what do you mean by submit? What is a hero doing when they're submitting? Is that a wrestling move? Uh, that's how you finish, you know. Yeah, no, a submission is 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 a posture of humility, you mm-hmm. know, and and in terms of um, ultimately entrusting yourself to God, but also entrusting yourself to those around you, and so, mm-hmm. um, and in whatever situation in which you're placed, and so, and mm-hmm. in, in trusting God in that, and trusting God through those other people, um, but ultimately seeing. You know how Jesus submitted himself to a, a plan that was painful, mm-hmm. um, you know, and yet it had good come out of it. And so, um, so that's we'll look at that on the fourth week. The, the fifth week we get to the fun stuff of you know we all have superpowers. You know we talked about our shape, our spiritual gifts, and so which is really our spiritual formation, how we have been formed by God and our experiences, and then mm-hmm. how is God wanting to redeem, transform. And empower yep. that because yeah. he, Psalm 139, he created us. We're fearfully and wonderfully made. He knows exactly mm-hmm. why he made us. We yeah. weren't just a afterthought, but we were created on purpose. Right. Yeah. For a purpose. Yeah. And that God predestined before the foundation of the world, like these good works that we would walk in them. So God clearly has a plan and he wants us to grow up in them. Right. And as we submit to his plan and his gifts by mm-hmm. us kind of stumbling, fumbling and yeah. soaring and crashing and eventually... It's going to take a lifetime to figure all of them out. Right. But um, that's why service on a mission trip or service in children's ministry or setting up tables or, um, you know, running tech, any any of those things will be us figuring out how has God kind of hardwired me. Yeah. You know, and. Well, and I think there's in that, and I like how you connected um, submission to service because I think a lot of that is. you know, we have spiritual gifts tests and we'll talk about shape and all that kind of stuff. But the early church, they didn't have a spiritual gifts mm-hmm. test and they did okay. You know, yep, totally. you just kind of give yourselves to needs and, and passions and and you go from there. Yes. And I think that's an important thing. And I think for me, it's even, you know, when I was in college, I think, maybe in high school. No, college. It was college. And I came back home and my youth pastor said, hey, you want to help with junior high ministry? And everything in me said no, but I just couldn't really tell him no. So I said, sure. <laughs> you know, and, and he pressured I, you into joining. I, yeah, well, for me, I mean, I, I, you know, I have that people pleaser streak, so you don't really have to pressure, you just have to ask. <laughs> and, <laughs> nice. so, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so for him, you know, because I didn't want to disappoint him and, and, and he, whatever, but it, it, I, that moved me into yes. trying this. And that was my first taste of ministry. I yep. enjoyed that. And, and, you know, God's used that and to continue to direct me. And so, mm. yeah, some of that is a submission of like, I don't know if I'll be good at this, but if you see that in me, I'll give it a try, you yeah, know, yeah. and that could be what he does. And then after gifts, you know, it's easy to, to it's fun to do stuff when we find our gifts where it's oh, yeah. easy. But then, you know, one of the other things we look at is, is perseverance, that it mm. doesn't always go as planned. You run into mm. hiccups, you know, things don't work out as planned. And so we'll talk a little bit about serving when it's difficult and then we'll end with the power of a hero, you know, that yeah. we have these gifts. Well, they're not our gifts. They're, they're gifts that we steward. They're God's gifts that he gives to us to use for him. Mm-hmm. And so we want to look at, um, living in his, his power as we finish it out. So that's kind of the, a quick survey of it. Love there. it. Love wow. it. I think this is going to be a really great 
uh, all church focus for mm. us. Uh, there's so many, not only relevant things, but so many things that are, I think it's just going to change the culture and landscape and mm. the way that our church operates and um, just the hearts of the people. I think it's, I, th- I, I can just see so much happening there. Mm. So True yeah. that. Yeah. And and to to put people at ease who don't like superhero stuff, we have other heroes as well. We have hobbitses and we have historical figures. And, oh. you know, so we, yeah. we, we, we try we, to vary it. Huh? We'll mix up our, our hero theme a little bit. To, hobbits as in Smeagol? To broaden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My precious. <laughs> to, to broaden the uh, the appeal, Which, hopefully. That's so. a hero's journey in itself, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. It really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. It's a redemption story, actually. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, any from closing thoughts? Or? I'm looking forward to the series. Um, not only as a, a nerd standpoint, but <laughs> as a you know, as someone that just wants to know how we're going to turn this into a theology. You know, mm. I'm a mm. big fan of uh, Cinema Gog, which is a uh, movie theology podcast, mm. and uh, they turn movie stories into sermons about Christ, mm. and so just looking forward to seeing how we can tie uh well i believe one of the historical figures you talked you mentioned was uh george washington mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um which is one we could look forward to and i want to see how he ties into uh, christ honestly mm-hmm. yeah um so just different things like that to uh yeah be there yeah, yeah. yeah. so you can uh get our devotional uh it's coming soon so grab our devotional not only in the lobby or uh, at the branch, uh, wherever you're at, but if you download our church app, it's all going to be available online. So we want to make that as easy for you. Um, also, be sure to check out our Instagram or social media um, where we'll have little tidbits uh, where you can get inspired and be encouraged uh, throughout this entire um, um, kind of all-church focus um, kind of portion of our uh, our church year. And if you uh, like this podcast, give us some feedback. We'd love to hear what you thought of it. Um, and tune in. We're going to have some great guests coming in, and I hope, I hope we can. Uh, I'm super excited to hear their stories and hear where they're inspired from, too. So thanks for joining us. Uh, Justin, John, any last words? I'm excited. I, I don't, I'm yeah. nothing that adds anything. Thanks, so. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you guys later. Never give up, never surrender.